party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am sitting down with the delightful Allie Grower for a heartfelt and wonderful game of Golden Sky Stories. Allie is one of the hosts of the Warda podcast on the OneShot Network. Warda is a spectacular world-building podcast which explores this Edwardian fey magic fantasy world through actual play and audio drama. It is a, a wonderful listen that I cannot recommend enough. You can find that at welcometowarda.com. She's also one of the hosts of Get Hype, a podcast about, well, getting hype about things that you're excited about and about loving things and talking about why you love them, which you can find at gethype.simplecast.fm. She is also the designer of one of the 2018 200-word RPG contest winners, Sidewalkia. All of these are wonderful, great projects that you should check out. They are all well worth your time, and you can find links to all of them in the show notes. Golden Sky Stories is a heartwarming, non-violent role-playing game designed for all ages. It is set in a small rural town in Japan occupied by Henge, magical animals that can briefly take human form and help to solve problems and brighten the lives of the people around them. It is charming and cute, and I cannot recommend it enough. It is a fantastic game. You can find more information about Golden Sky Stories as well in the show notes. Now, before we dive in, I do have a few quick announcements that I want to touch on. First, some big exciting news that I want to briefly touch on. You may have seen it on Twitter, but uh, you've heard me talk about all my fantasy children, right? The podcast in which Aaron Catano says, and I take your listener prompts and spin them into fantasy characters. Well... I am excited to announce here on the podcast that All My Fantasy Children, my beloved podcast with my best friend, is now a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. That's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. I'm pretty ex- I'm pretty happy. I've talked endlessly about what All My Fantasy Children means to me, and I've, I've also talked endlessly about what the One Shot Network means to me. So to be able to combine these two things and to be part of the One Shot Network is a tremendous opportunity that I am overwhelmingly excited about. Related, there's probably never been a better time to check out All My Fantasy Children at allmyfantasychildren.com. Next, I want to briefly thank some new Patreon backers. Thank you to Mara Hers, Fish, Noella Hanley, Aaron Olson, and Andrea Kostiniak. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot, and I hope that you just have, like, the best day that you've had at least all year so far. I realize that it's only been eight days, but I hope that this is the best day of the eight. If you'd like to support the stuff that I make on Patreon, podcasts, games, all that kind of cool stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash jeffstormer and make it happen. We are currently at $91 a month. If we get to $100 a month, that is $9 away. I will go to an Olive Garden, play the Olive Garden LARP that I wrote, and record a podcast after the fact talking about the experience of playing the Olive Garden LARP. I will not, however, record it at the Olive Garden, because per the rules of the Olive Garden LARP, you are not supposed to be a dick to the waitstaff, and I feel like recording an Olive Garden LARP at, like, a podcast would be being a dick to the waitstaff. Anyway, that's patreon.com slash jeffstormer. Lastly, I would like to remind everybody to come to Thirsty Dice in Philadelphia on January 27th for the Everything is Awesome Headstrong Comedy Festival. We're going to be doing a whole day of live games podcasts, including Party of One, Heart Points, Pot of Love, Full Belly Laughs, A Quest for Magic of Steel, and Refugees of Esmeralda. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be well worth your time. Please come out on January 27th. It's going to be fantastic. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Allie Grower. Allie, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Happy to be here. 
I'm super excited to have you on the show. This is going to be very, very good. We've been doing a little bit of prep work for the game, and I am unbelievably excited. But before we dive into the game, why don't you take a moment and let the listeners know at home know about anything you might want them to know about. For sure. Quick plugs right at the top. Love it. Um, I'm Allie Grauer. I am a writer, uh, an actor, a performer um, of multiple things. Uh, my big project is the ongoing uh, fiction and audio drama and actual play podcast, Warda. Um, it can be found on all podcasting apps and uh, at warda.simplecast.fm. Uh, Warda is the elevator pitch for it is uh, it's a combination of the aesthetics of Downton Abbey with the backstabbing and intrigue of Game of Thrones with a little bit of Agatha Christie thrown in. Um, it a is co created. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it is co created with my husband, Drew Merzieski, who is also our in house GM. Um, we created the world and the setting together, uh, and then we started doing uh, actual play in it uh, using Fate uh rpg system and then uh we've sort of dabbled with other game systems as well and we're kind of dabbling and working on uh sort of a longer term project of building our own game mechanics for it as well Ooh. so that we can release it as a world book um so that other people can play and explore in warda as well since we've done all this world building um it it proves to be pretty needy and specific mm -hmm. with what mechanics we actually use in it um, but we have found that a lot of different things apply themselves to it really, really well. Fate is pretty loosey-goosey, as we like to say. Um, but recently we uh, played a game, a couple of games of Starcrossed uh, mm -hmm. in it as well, which are very, very fun and good. Um, and our next big story arc that we are about to launch uh, coming up in a little while here um, is going to be a hack of Blades in the Dark. Um, Ooh, that's going to be good. The new story arc is called Storms of War. And Blades in the Dark is literally what we needed for the mechanics for that kind of story. So we're very excited about that. Um, but yeah, if you uh, are into actual play, uh, which I assume you are because you're listening to this, um, you should check it out. But it also dabbles in sort of audio drama and audio fiction as well. Um, since there's just such a big sandbox that we've built, we just kind of give ourselves free permission to do whatever in it um, stylistically which is a big sort of open, open-ended question that we're constantly answering. Um, but we'd love for you to check it out because it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's very, very good. I will say that on air right now. I think it is, it is very, very good. <laughs> and you should check it out. I think the listeners are going to love it. Uh, but for this week, we are playing a game called Golden Sky Stories. It is a Japanese role-playing game of everyday magic in the vein of Hayao Miyazaki, or sort of related slice-of-life sort of magical realist anime. Uh, our story is set in the town of Jose Yubi. Jose Yubi is a small town with a single rail line passing through it. About once an hour, a small two-car train passes through, but that's about it. There's a, a small row of shops. There's a, there's a tiny little main street, uh, a big... Sort of a, the, the sort of the largest feature in town is there's a large sort of open park, which we use for festivals and open air farmers markets are and our big festival, which is in three days time, which is Okra Fest. Jose Yubi is famous for its okra. It's not much, but it's what we have. And so our town in three days, there's going to be, you know, a huge okra festival with complete with the parade. 
and there are a few temples and shrines, empty and quiet, bamboo groves filled with whispering wind. It is just a town. It is the quintessential small town. And in this small town, there are animals running around. You know, uh, there there's a fair number of people, but there's a fair number of animals. And there are henge. There are, there are beings that are neither animal nor human, and yet are both at the same time. They, they switch between animal and human forms, and they help people solve problems. We're both going to be playing these characters as we go on a little bit of an adventure and learn a little bit about ourselves and each other. It is a, it is a charming little game. I'm super excited. So, Ali, why don't you take a moment and introduce us to your, your henge. Tell us who they are, what their animal form is like, and a little bit about their personality. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, my henge is... Uh is a young girl who also takes the form of a rabbit. Uh, her name, I think, is going to be... I'm torn. I'm torn between two things because we're getting really into this vegetable theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Japanese, there are two, there are different kinds of onomatopoeia for different kinds of uh, sounds that things make. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, there are multiple, <laughs> this is blowing my mind, there's multiple uh, onomatopoetic words for different kinds of crunching sounds. Okay. And since she takes the form of a rabbit, I'm really interested in that, especially because it's okra fest. Um, so I think she's going to be called either Shaki or Gari. Okay. Uh, shaki Shaki is like crunching into like lettuce or a green apple. And then Gari Gari is hard, like, hard crunchy, like, carrots. Okay. What do you think, Jeff? What do you think? I think you got to go with carrot, right? If you're a rabbit, I feel like carrot's got to be the way to go. Okay. All right. So her name is Gari. um, And she, uh, in child form, she's, she looks to be about 10, I think, maybe Mm -hmm. 11. uh, Sort of a a long-legged, gangly 11 um with uh long dark hair and uh thick bangs that fall into her eyes um the hair is obviously either braided into two plates or hung down loose into windblown pigtails um that hang down over her shoulders um she is um like i said she's gangly and sort of on the thin side Mm-hmm. Um, she's got long legs and, and, and long feet. She's like a cross country runner looking little kid. Um, and she in rabbit form is, um, sort of, a uh, a live, uh, pale tan fading into darker Brown at the, the feet at the paws. Mm-hmm. Um, Sort of in a a gentle like like a like a lightly toasted marshmallow, um, I would say is sort of the coloring of that rabbit. Um, she let's see, she is definitely more on the little kid side of things, um, personality wise, uh, but she appears to be a slightly older kid, um, which allows her to go more places and get into more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she is prone to being very lonely, so she likes very much being around other people, um, to combat that. And she is impatient. She does run back and forth a lot, 
um, she will get bored of something immediately and then run away to do something else. Or if there's like a to-do list that needs to get done, she will usually bounce between all of the things on the list instead of going down and checking them off in order um, because she finds it really hard to sit still. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Gary. All right. And I am playing Naya. Uh, Naya is an old sort of, a cat that you can tell is old, like an just an old cat. Yeah. Very like scra not like and like very scraggly, but not but also like impossibly soft at the same time. And just yeah. a cat that you look at and you're like, oh, you're at first glance you might think, oh, are you okay? Like are you in a rough shape? And then you give you give him a pet and you're like, oh, you're fine, you're just old. And he's very like He's very like he sit, you know. He's he's a very sit around kind of cat, right? Like he ball, curls up yeah. in his little ball. If he sees a person, he kind of puts his head up and he goes, "Hmm, yes, okay, you can be near me. Don't touch me." And I, but I don't think he will scratch. I think what he does is sort of the classic: if you try to pet, he'll just walk five feet away and then curl yeah. up in a ball in another spot. Just complete avoidance. Yeah, just no, no. I'm good, thank you. I'm gonna go over here. And he'll just sort of continue to walk in that circle if you follow him. Yeah. And uh, I think this also reflects into into Naya's human form, which is uh, he is sort of an old man. You know, he's got a long beard, sort of cylindrically shaped, or like dome shaped, where he's just that very kind of classic round half circle type look. He's got a cane. Uh, he's wearing like a... Slightly old patchwork suit with a, with a sort of greenish tweed shade to it. And like a, a newsboy cap. Yeah. And I'm, I'm picturing kind of a Monopoly Man facial hair specifically. <laughs> so you've got sort of the poofy curled mustache and a little bit of the goatee at the bottom. A little bit Colonel Sanders, a little bit the Monopoly Man. I like him. And he just, he is tired. He's been around and he's, you know, he, he likes much, you know, much like a, much like a cat. He likes being around you, but he doesn't Mm -hmm. always want to be like uh, interacting with you. He likes, he, he likes what he likes. He likes keeping to his business and he kind of likes sitting on a bench and watching things from afar. Yes. Being, being the town, being what it is, he doesn't often get to do that because there are sometimes problems that he has to get involved in. And there are other henge that he has to like look out for. I think he, I think as an, as an older, as sort of a, a more, as sort of one of the more respected henge in town, he kind of looks over a lot of people and a lot of animals and a lot of henge and, you know, make sure that they're okay and make sure that he stay, that they stay kind of out of, out of trouble as best he can, all while saying like, they could have just let me sit. They could have just let me, let me stay, stay here. <laughs> I, I had a sandwich. I had a piece of bread. Okay. And I think that's 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 Naya in a nutshell. Yeah. Grandpa so, Naya. As I mentioned, uh, I think our story begins with a big title card that just says three days to Okra Fest. Yes. And we get a we get a sweeping shot 
of the town in preparation for this event. You know, banners are being hung. And for an event that admittedly sounds not the most exciting, the town is going hard into it. What are, what are some of the things that we're seeing people, like, put up and get ready for this big town festival and parade? Um, there are uh, extensive uh, shopfront decorations mm-hmm. um, and, uh, like, garlands on every fence and every awning and every home. Um, garlands of different shades of green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe some of them are made of ribbon. Some of them are made of, like, that Easter grass-looking stuff. Yep. Different materials, but all in multiple shades of of green. Um, I think there are popcorn strands. Like, <laughs> like essentially popcorn strands, but made of very thinly chopped okra plants. Yes. Yes, they, yes, yes. That have been put on a string and hung out. on, yeah. like, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, they definitely do that with dried bits of uh okra um and they do like like Hawaiian lays mm-hmm. but of okra. Yep. Like instead of flowers or or nuts or whatever, it's bits of okra. Yep, and they're just it's it's they're they're hanging them like they're they're hanging them like uh like garlands. Mhm. It's a whole scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um I think there is a small, they call it a river, but it's not really a river so much as like a creek mm-hmm. that runs through uh, the town center. And they, I think they dye it green. Oh, for sure. They definitely do. And it it just looks, and like, but like, they dump a bunch of green dye into it, like a bunch of like non-toxic, naturally derived from yes. okra green dye. Okra green, Yeah. But the the creek doesn't travel that fast. It doesn't go anywhere. So it just kind of like settles and like makes this one area like super dark green. And then it eventually just like fades. Yes, that's exactly what happens. And I think that the, what we see is I, I, I want to know what uh, is it Gabi or Yabi? Uh, Gotti, it's G-A-R-I. G-A-R-I, okay, got it. I want to know where Gotti is, uh, as I think that, that the opening, the visual that we start with is, there is a commotion that is starting to happen around a big, open, uh, brew pub. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, which is clearly, like, someone took like an industrial garage like a like a store's like two car garage and just pulled up that big aluminum door and put some stools out around a few barrels and like now yes. there's a bar there like now there's, there's just a people bar in it. yeah and yeah. i think there's like some commotion as like people i think we see someone run up with like a piece of paper and run up and like talk to put it in front of someone and talk to someone. And there's a little bit of a troubling commotion happening. Uh, where is Gary at this moment? Gary. Um, so across from this, I think is across from this open garage bar area um, is like kind of a town square looking little thing with a fountain in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of that, there's like a little footbridge, a really cute footbridge that goes over this Creek that doesn't really go 
anywhere um, leading off into the rest of the town. Um, I think at this point, Gary is... Uh, she's... Um, she has been crossing the bridge back and forth, uh, trying to see if she can catch the dye, like, dissipating into the water, but it's mm-hmm. not... It's not really going anywhere. So she's been like throwing things into the water to see if it'll go. Mm. Um, but uh, upon hearing this, this sort of commotion, she makes her way over to the town fountain instead um, to sort of eavesdrop on what's going on. And I think um, as you approach, I think Naya is sitting on a bench, sitting on his bench, which is a bench kind of on the edge of the park that. Like, depending on that, like, is not bolted to the ground so he can kind of, like, move it without anyone noticing. So sometimes it faces the park, other times it faces sort of the street, mm-hmm. depending on where things are happening. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting, he's got, like, a a beer mug full of milk. And he's got other hand on his cane as he just takes, like, tiny little swigs of milk and, like, lets it kind of linger on his mustache and then, like... Sips the bottom of his mustache a little bit. (laughs) And he's watching and he sees you running up and he just kind of leans back and is like, hmm, something's up. What happened? What are they talking about? And he kind of leans in a little bit. Not sure yet. People seem... People seem upset. Something happened with Okra-chan, though. Okra-chan? Wait, the mascot? Yes, indeed. The one and only. The centerpiece of the town parade. Did they say what happened? Can't quite figure out what happened yet. Hoping somebody will let us know. And... So I... I oh, think that uh I think that um she <laughs> that's very him to sit mm-hmm. there and go, well someone will tell us when they're ready what's happening. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And then she she goes over to the like there there's like garden boxes along the outside of this garage to make it look nice cuz now mm-hmm. it's a bar. Um and she just marches right over there and uh pokes her head in to see if she can hear what's going on um as far as like what they're talking about at this point yes and uh i think you peek your head in i might even i might ask this to be our first check because you are in a you are you are in your child form Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a bit of a challenge since this is unfolding at a bar for you to like get in without being seen and shoot away from the bar. Okay. I think I might call this for you. I might call this an animal. I might call this an animal check as you are. You are trying to like be, you know, rabbit like so, so quick and stealthy yeah. and out of the way. Okay, so what do I need to do to make that check? So here's how uh, checks work in Golden Sky Stories. 
At the start of each scene, we begin with a number of, of, we have two sort of currencies that we can use to make special things happen in a scene. We have wonder, which is a an ability that is powered by how connected we are to the people and the places around us. Uh, because we are starting out, we each have four wonder. Because we have two connections at a strength of two. And uh, we, you also have feelings, which are how people in the town feel about you. We also have four mm-hmm. feelings because we each have two connections at a strength of two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start out with four wonder and four feelings. Um, you will, what is your animal score at the moment? I think I'm going to make this a difficulty of three. Okay. My animal score is two. Okay. So if you would like to, uh, sneak by and not be seen, you'll have to, you, you can spend one feelings to make that, to basically like increase your, your, your attribute for this check and succeed at it to basically sneak in without being seen, catch wind of what's happening, and catch wind before the situation escalates and, like, action starts being taken. Okay. Yeah, so let me spend one feelings to do that. Okay. So that I'll just have a feelings of three, right? Yes. Take a look at what my cat abilities are at the same time. I don't think I took... I did not take cat ears. So I don't, I can't just have, I can't, I can't have you come back and go, oh yes, I heard this. Mm-hmm. Um, Which would be so good. That would be very good. But, um, so, yeah, you sneak up and I think kind of like, you know, you're, you're kind of under, hiding under a barrel. Tell me, tell me what it looks like as you sneak up and like see what's like listed on the paper and like what people are whispering about. So... I think if we roll back a little bit, mm-hmm. he says, I don't know, something's up. They'll, they'll let us know when they're ready. And then the camera shifts back to where she would be, but it's just a cloud of dust because mm-hmm. um, she's run already. And then the next shot is from inside the bar looking out and her face slowly pops up over the edge of a barrel uh, next to the flower boxes mm-hmm. around the front door. Um, and she has very serious uh very serious expression and big, big eyes under her her long, shaggy little kid bangs. Um, as the people inside are are uh, arguing and and gesturing and and discussing what's going on. Um, so I think it's like there's like a flop of the flowers from the flower box on her head mm-hmm. as her face comes into view from behind the barrel. And I think that like. There is you. You kind of got to look at the at the at the paper that's on one of these barrels, and it's like a black and white photograph, and it's a photograph of an empty box, but on the box it has written Okrachen, mm-hmm. and like they're like, and then you hear whispers of like Nagaya Nagaya-san has lost the has lost the mascot costume. What didn't we gave him this honor? And he lost the costume? This is outrageous. He comes in from out of town from the big city. We give him this this symbol of appreciation of welcoming him into our community. And he loses our costume three days before the parade. We won't be able to have a parade without our costume. And I think like, and it is actively like people are whispering. They're actively upset at Nagaya-san. And also, it has started to be like, well, we should go confront him about this. We should go, go get get some answers. He can't just lose our treasured mascot costume. 
Yeah, so they're starting, like, chairs are scraping. They're starting mm-hmm. to mobilize a little bit. Um, uh, Gary uh, ducks back down, and the flowers kind of rustle in the in the plant box as uh, she makes a quick escape back to Naya on his bench. Um, and she, like, pops up right next to him, uh, like, with her hands on the 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 handrail of the bench and uh recounts basically what she's heard okra-chan's missing they they gave okra-chan to uh the new shopkeeper and he was going to take care of okra-chan until the parade and then and now it's and now it's gone it's gone they said he lost him and he looks at his milk and he looks at Gotti, and he's like see when I said they'd tell us if they're ready, I knew, I knew what was going to happen. I always what? know. What was going to happen? And he looks at you for a second, and he looks back, and he looks at you for a second. Says, don't worry about it, little one. What's important is that we get to the bottom of this, because it's going to upset too many people if Okrefest doesn't happen. And she put two Okrefest towns, but- has to happen. Exactly. They've put too much work into it for it not to happen. Yeah. So what do we do? Uh, well, I suppose we go talk to Nagaya-san and see what he has to say. Okay. Where does he live? And I think I look down and I'm like, well... It's early enough in the day. I don't think it's about where he lives. I think it's about getting to where he works before everyone else realizes that he won't be where he lives. Oh. We have to work quick, though. Can you move quickly, little one? Yes! I am very good at moving quickly. All right, well then, I need you to get to his shop as soon as possible. It's on Main Street. It's that quaint little one that used to be a barbecue place and it used to be a shoe store. And it used to be... Oh, yes, what was that it, one. What was it before it was a shoe store? Oh, I'm going to have to think about this for a second. And he sits back and he goes on for a few... Yeah. Like a few minutes before realizing that you've probably already left. Yeah, I think I think she she lingers just long enough to start like high-stepping in place. Mm-hmm. Like, like she's ready to go warming up. And then she's bouncing on both feet in place, jumping up and down. And then... When he just as he starts to speak again, she pew. She was it a haberdashery? No, <laughs> yeah, she's, that was she's down literally... the street. <laughs> anyway, and why she's don't gone. You, you've already gone. Pew. Well, I'm going to finish my milk. Yeah. So she runs. Uh, and I know, think that's the knees. end of our first scene. Like I think yes. we have our we have our dilemma. You yes. are off running. I we we cut back and I'm just, and you're just we I think we get like a few quick montage shots of you barreling through the town and then we flash back to yeah it's good milk there's and like so, a quiet shaft of sunlight coming down through the clouds on you and the the trickling of the fountain in the background it's very peaceful I think I think one of the quick montage shots is the sun is like slightly to the left and I'm on the bench and I slide over and yeah. just give it a real cat like kind of settle in like yes. Yes. And the other half of the montage is 
Gotti running and jumping over things and dodging things, not unlike that Ferris Bueller scene at the mm-hmm. end of the movie where he's running through people's backyards and like avoiding Good. being being caught. I I am actually going to I'm going to give you a dream for this. Dreams are an, uh, a, a currency that we'll collect during play that will allow us to strengthen connections uh, to strengthen connections in between scenes. So if you collect at least five of them, you can you can increase you can increase a level two connection to a level three or make a new connection at level one. So I'm mm, going to give okay. you I'm going to give you a dream for this and I'm going to give you a dream for for coming onto my podcast because I appreciate it. So you have two dreams. Yeah. Sweet. And either of us can give dreams to the other person at any time for good role playing, for a cute moment, something, anything that you are just like, I want to reward that. And I think this montage, I would like to reward this because it's very good. Yes. Perfect. All right. So now we are in between scenes. So what happens is, let me, let me double check exactly what happens in between scenes. Now we can strengthen our connections. If we have dreams, we do not have enough at the moment to, to, to strengthen them. We also can change our connection uh, types to... Uh, we also can change our connection types. Uh, but I feel, like, I feel like my connection towards you and towards the town is about where it was at the start of it. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think we're quite there yet. So at the start of our next scene, which uh, we'll we'll take a moment at the start of our next scene to describe Nagaya-san's shop, what he's selling, you know, what what sort of looks out of place, all of that. But before we do that, uh, we collect a number of wonder and feelings. Basically, at every scene, we collect more wonder and feelings, but they don't carry over to the next game. So we want to make sure that we spend them over the course of the game. Wonder we use to spend our to activate our henge powers and feelings we use to accomplish checks and do impressive things. Cool. So add four wonder and feelings to... So take another four wonder and another four feelings. So. Let's let's describe uh, Nagaya-san's shop. What do you think it looks like? What is he selling? And what looks out of... What looks out of place for it from the small town atmosphere? It very obviously has been all of those other shops oh, that, God, yes. that you mentioned the the front of the shop has been painted and repainted and painted and repainted and it's in not great shape and the paint uh, every color of paint is peeling so you see patches of all of these yeah, different colors yeah and it's like sun faded and mm-hmm. the glass on the front window could be replaced it's a little dingy um, and there's an awning that has had all of those different business names either painted on it or, like, attached to a sign and placed on the awning. And so you can see places where uh, the the name of the shop was written on the awning and then painted over. And then a sign was hung from the awning and then taken down. And then another sign was hung over the door and then taken mm-hmm. down. Like, you can see all of those fixtures and all of that. Nagaya-san didn't show up in town until about I don't know six months ago mm-hmm. um, so this is still very very new uh, for the people of Josayubi mm-hmm. um, Nagaya-san happens to be running a small shop which is a purveyor of um, 
Uh, for some reason, perfume is the thing that jumped to my mind. Perfume. It's like, it's, I, it, I, it's definitely something the town doesn't need. Yeah. Maybe it's um, like a jewelry shop. Like, that seems like a nice luxury thing that, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, why is this? Yeah, why? it's it's something luxurious like that, or it's like... Not a maid cafe, but it's, like, a fancy cafe. Mm. Like, he's trying to nope, make it, it's, like... It's for sure that. I love it. Because I'm almost picturing, like, if you've ever, like... I'm almost picturing, yeah, like, a fancy tea place. Where yes. it's, like, tea and scones and biscuits. Fancy crepes and yep. fancy parfaits and fancy tea and bubble tea and milk tea. And, like, like cute little themed sundaes. And the people of this town are hardworking okra farmers, mm-hmm. and they don't get it. They don't and, get it. Uh, and the inside of the the inside of the store, there's a detail that I've wanted that I want to add. But like the inside of the store is super fancy, but there's still like boxes of hats. Yes, from when it was a haberdashery. <laughs> yep, and there's just like random like crate. There's just a crate of like quilting of like quilting squares and like a pile of old like of like yarn. And there's just pieces of, like, the old shops that they just haven't fully cleared out the inventory. So it's yes. this really nice, like, dapper arrangement that is just, there's just also, like, a crate of hats in the corner. Yeah, and, like, one of the little, t- like, the table, that the nice table for two that's, like, near the window mm-hmm. is uh, built, like, out of repurposed, uh, like, a repurposed uh, barrel from... When it was like, uh, like a fruit stand or something, mm-hmm. like so, like clearly Nagaya-san has like tried to make the best of this, this low rent situation, um, and like oh, there's all of this old inventory from these old shops. I wonder if there's any way I can convince anyone to buy it for some reason. So mm-hmm. let me just kind of use it in the decor of the cafe. Um, but yeah, the general gist is that. He sees it as turning into this this lovely sort of nice place where people can go on like a date or like they can go to like indulge in a nice beverage after they've strolled Main Street and like done done their shopping or their marketing for the day. Um, but these are these are hardworking okra farmers mm-hmm. that this is too fancy and they don't like that or if they do none of them are talking about it they're yeah. all acting like it's a weird thing that he opened up a sh- like who has parfaits you know mm-hmm. why why does he have macarons that's crazy nobody nobody here does that we're we're hardworking okra farmers but poor Nagaya-san like has a vision for this place if only he could get it off the ground yeah and 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 you burst through the door what do you do when you first burst through the door the the door jingles, mm-hmm. um, but it jingles with like three different chimes because they were all attached to the door in different places at different times in this door's past. Um, and they all have different pitches, so it's really dissonant and upsetting. Um, and the door swings open and it jingles really uh, jarringly. And she uh, has never been into this shop before, but she's been by several times and she's seen Nagaya-san um, like, in person a couple of times, mm-hmm. but she really doesn't know him that well at all. Um, so the door flings open, the, the bells go off, and she says, Good morning, Nagai-san! Are you here? Um, uh, 
and he kind of like is sit he's sitting in a stool and just kind of spinning. And he just has to like alone. keep pulling in his knees so that he doesn't hit the stool against the bar and he's like nope, nope, nope. Oh, uh, how how uh, how many for your table? Um I don't need a table right now, Nagaya-san. Oh, I needed to talk okay. to you. I I have something to talk to you about. Are uh, you busy? Uh no, um Yes, very busy. And he looks around and there's nobody in the store. And he's just very busy. Uh, very busy preparing for Okra Fest. Because I have yes. to prepare for Okra Fest. Because it's, I'm, I'm Okra Chan this year. I have to wear the costume that I have. I do have it. Um, Nagai-san. I... What is, what does Naya say all the time? I hate to be the bearer of bad tidy. Um, but... They they know about Okra-chan missing. And his face just goes, like, blue. You know, blue under the eyes. His eyes go wide. Oh! They were talking about it in the town square at the garage, and everyone is very upset, and they are coming to talk to you. So I came first to let you know. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's good. That's very good. Um, well, I can... It doesn't can... sound good. Fine. Side note, take a dream for, for the bearer of bad tidy, because that's very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, that's bad. <laughs> and he kind of sits and just puts his head in his hand. I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I'm going to have to she, go back home. I'm going to have to move in with my parents. And she, like... Uh, very seriously, at full arm length, pats him on the shoulder repeatedly, and and says, "They're there, Nagaya-san. Um, it's not, uh, um, it's not the end of the squirrel. We're gonna figure this out. What happened? Just tell me, tell me what happened to the the costume. What did you do with it?" I don't know. I I put it. I I got the box and I put it in. I put it in the laundry room next to the washer so that I could wash it and make sure that it was clean. And when I went to do the laundry the next day, the box was open and the, there was nothing inside. And I I swear, nobody came in. I, I live by myself. I have my own, my tiny little room and my tiny little laundry room. But I, I know I nobody was in there and I, I don't know what could have possibly happened. Hmm. And you were sure that when you put the box in the laundry room, the costume was in it? I thought it was in it. It was certainly heavy. It was certainly, it it certainly had the weight that there was something in it. And I peeked inside and I saw what appeared to be a costume. But I guess I didn't open the box and and 100% confirm. But the, the box was what was handed to me by the... By the, the, by the mayor. Mm-hmm. In the ceremony. Right, the ceremony. Okay, so... You were given the box by the mayor in the ceremony. And yes. then you took the box to the laundry room, and it mm-hmm. was heavy, and it felt like there was a costume in it. And then you put it by the laundry so you could do the laundry. And then the next day, it was... Open and empty. Yes. And nobody was there. I saw not a soul. 
Nagaya-san, have you yet come to terms with the possibility that your apartment is haunted? Haunted? And he just sinks down, and I think at that point the bell jingles again, and we just hear, <laughs> Oh, is he in a, to, to be an innocent child, you have to apologize. I have to apologize for young Gotti. She is enthusiastic in her imagination. It's very possible, isn't it, Naya? It's it could not, be. It's not impossible. It's unlikely, certainly. Oh. Could we have two could we have two of your finest Sundays? I on my tab, of course. <gasps> she gets very excited and holds her breath. And he looks over. Oh, are you having ice cream as well? Mm, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm I am I am what's the what's what what do the kids say? Uh Josieing you is what I believe they call it. Is that it? Is that what the children I, say today? I don't know. Is that what uh, they say? I believe so. I believe it. That's what you say. Did you did you mean joshing? Oh, oh. That's the one. There it is. He knows. <laughs> the guy is on what kind of Sundays do you have? Uh, I think he brings out two, uh, he brings out a red bean and a matcha sundae. Like, red bean ice cream and matcha ice cream. The red bean Mm -hmm. is topped with tiny little, like, red beans soaked in syrup. The matcha has a wafer and, like, whipped cream. They both have the whipped Mm -hmm. cream on top. And they just, we get these lingering shots on the sundaes. With the sunlight sort of coming in through the dingy window and making the dust boats in the room dance beautifully. Yep. Yep. And then, and then, uh, as this shot is lingering on the Sundays as he sets them down, uh, Gotti's face slowly pans up into the shot on the other side of the table, and her eyes are very big and very shiny. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Oh, the guy is on. They're beautiful." That'll be uh that'll be fourteen hundred yen. And uh, Naya reaches for his pockets and goes, "Hmm." I swear, I had a wallet in one of these pockets. Uh, Gari has a spoonful of the matcha one, and it's halfway to her mouth. <laughs> it's somewhere. What do we think? Kay. This would what? What would you rate this from from one to eight in terms of? Um, I, I, what, what would you call this? An adult check? It, yeah, it would have to be an adult check. Yeah. Uh. Um, I mean, I guess the question is is because he's an old spirit, right? And Mm -hmm. he's, he presents as an old man. Um, so like how, how much of a, how much of his life is spent living as a person? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably not a ton. Probably like I'd say a few hours a day when it's particularly sunny. Mm-hmm. When like people are around, because he likes to be around people, and this is sort of, and so like probably like three or four hours a day, and the rest okay. of it is spent like hiding in barns and sleeping in back alleys. <laughs> but he is also an older spirit, and he's been mm-hmm. around the block before. So I don't know. I'd say it's probably like a four or a five. We'll call it. Yeah, I'll go with a four. So I'll spend two of my feelings to make that happen. As I as I he like. As I think you're lingering, and then he stops and looks at you, and like he throws a little like old like old grandpa wink, and is like, and then pulls out a wallet on a chain, and is like, 
Josieing. Can I still eat it? Money. You can eat it. You can eat yes. it. <laughs> She's shoveling it into her mouth. Furiously. And I think he leans forward. <sighs> While I think the child... She seems distracted enough. While I think the child... Is presumptuous in that your house is haunted by a spirit. I do think we must consider the possibility that the costume was not lost, but taken. By whom, I don't know. I agree, she says around a mouthful of Sunday. How does Nagaya respond to that, you think? Uh, so I think he's like, uh, he's, he's, he's sunk down into a chair next to their table and he's got, he's like rubbing his temples as he's mm-hmm. going, backtracking over his, his actions and, and what he saw or what he thought he saw or what he didn't see. And Naya says that and he, he kind of stops and he looks at him and he says, um, but, but, but no one, no one else had access to it. It was just me. Um. I, I I really don't know who would have taken it. H- mm. How do we even find that out? I mean, all I know is that it's gone and they're very angry. I suppose the only way to improperly investigate this is to arrive at the scene of the crime. However, I suspect, given people's actions at the garage... And that, that we will not be the first people to arrive at your humble little apartment. We will need a distraction. If we could distract, if we could distract the crowd, you and I could go in to your laundry room, look around, see what seems amiss. If only we had someone that was good at raising a scene and being distracting. And the camera slowly drifts sideways to, uh... Tagari, who is now, uh, like, I think she's so excited about how delicious this is mm-hmm. that she's, like, knocked over her chair. She's got one foot up on the table, like, shoveling the red bean one into her mouth now. Like, mm-hmm. she's finished the matcha one. It's gone, demolished. And she's just, like, her eyes are glazed over in focus as she's trying to uh, complete this this arduous task of of consuming both of these beautiful Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she doesn't hear a word they're saying. And Nagaya kind of blinks and says, is, is this your granddaughter? That was my Sunday. <laughs> and then I feel like that's that scene. I think I they think just... That scene. That's it. <laughs> So I think this is our, I think this scene is sort of our big mystery climax scene. I think what is happening here is two things in the next scene. One, well, first off, let's, uh, first off, let's actually, I'm going to, there's a way to make a connection with someone that doesn't require dreams. And that is you can make a connection test. Hmm. So here's how an impression check works. Uh, I'm going to choose which attribute I want to use to appeal to this to to Nagaya-san. For okay. this, I think I'm going to use adult. I think this is me kind of appealing to, sort of appealing to him, sort of 
adult grown up to grown up as I'm offering to help solve this mystery. Uh, then I'm going to make a check. A result of four gives me a connection with a strength of one, and a, and a result of eight gives a connection of two. I'm gonna throw down with. I'm gonna throw down two more feelings to create a connection with Nagaya-san of trust. Trust That's good. one. That's useful. And if you would like to do the same, you can. You don't have to. And I think he will he will perform one back with I'll give uh what do you think which of the which of the connection types do you think he might he might ascribe to to Naya at this point? I think Nagaya I think he probably respects Naya. Naya has that sort of air about him. Mm-hmm. He's a wise, if codgery, old man. Yes. Who somehow reminds him of a cat that he mm-hmm. once knew. Yep. Just an old, a bitter old cat. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, so we're going to collect our wonder, our wonder and feelings. So that is, for me, five of each. 13 and 7. Oh, that's good. It means I get to do some fun some fun weird abilities. How many do we get of wonder and feelings? Uh we get you get uh as many wonder as you have uh so you're going to get 4 of each because you have two connections each Got it. at 2 points. So I think what is happening in our big climax is, yeah, you're going to be, you're outside, you've been tasked with distracting the crowd that is kind of outside, raising a stick outside of Nagaya-san's apartment. Meanwhile, we are going to sneak inside and, like, peer at this, at this laundry room and see if we can't deduce where the, uh, where the costume has gotten off to. Okay. So... How do I want to do this? I think I'd like to start with a wonder and a feelings check for my for for me and for Nagaya. Okay. I want to use wonder because I want to use stealthy feet on myself. As you're making whatever distraction that you're making, I'm going to use stealthy feet, which is uh, I move I move around leave the I move around neither leaving nor tr- any traces nor making a sound. Uh, no one in the scene will notice my presence at all. Unless I do something that overtly makes noise, this will continue until the scene ends. So as you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, and we'll describe the scene happening outside of the apartment. Uh, I am sort of silently sliding along in, like, the very background of the shot. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd like to spend some points of Henge to essentially... I'm, uh, to essentially... Bring Nagaya-san along with me. Okay, yeah. I imagine this wouldn't be easy. Would you put this at like a five or a seven? Uh, let's say a five because it's okay. his place. All right, cool. So I'm going to spend two feelings, and yeah, the two. So so as this is as we're as everything that's playing out is playing out, we're just sort of seamlessly like peeling along the background of the shot. Okay, so what's happening is um, 
out in the front, in the street in front of this apartment building. Um, Gary has uh, donned um, a an okra fest t-shirt mm-hmm. um, and a garland of of okra um, as previously discussed and she is uh, literally she has a wooden spoon and a pot and she is mm-hmm. banging on the pot as though it's a taiko drum um, and making up a very flowery speech uh, as though she is producing a one, one woman play about Okra Fest and mm-hmm. how important it is to this, to the town, to the community of Josie Yubi. And um, she just happens to be in front of his house and mm-hmm. they can't get in the door without crossing her little, like she's drawn a line in the dirt to indicate where the stage is. Mm-hmm. And, um, she is very adorable with her garland and her hair done up and um, the Okrafest t-shirt, which is way too big for her. Like it comes down to past her knees um, and the pot and the pan. And she is uh, performing this very, very serious, passionate overture of of love and dedication to mm-hmm. Josie Ubi City and the Okra and the green river that flows through the heart of the town and um, you know, she's like striking the drum dramatically as she speaks. And so as the, the townspeople come up uh, upon the scene, they, they realize uh, with dismay that this loud kid has set up in front of the door that they need to go to 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 find uh, Nagaya-san. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what happens is they're all like, oh, no, oh, no, we can't. This kid, this cute kid. And uh, as they arrive, um, they're like, okay, okay, uh, Jiro, you you tell her she has to move so that we can get to the door. No, 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 no. Uh, you, you tell her, you tell her. No, you tell her. And they're like going back and forth like that. And she like bangs on the pot and then points the wooden spoon at them and yells, <laughs> an audience, let me start over. And she starts over I'm- at the beginning. Let's make this a yeah. check. I'm going to say this is a check okay. of, of, I'm going to say six, because I think this is very challenging, because they really want to get inside. But I yes. don't think it's any higher than that, because I think, like, you're also a cute child being cute. I was going to say, one of my skills as a rabbit is being cute. Um, It just says, cute. You have a certain charm that makes everyone find you cute and lovable. The cost in dreams for others to strengthen a connection to a rabbit is reduced by one. Okay. Oh. Um, so she's just like, she's naturally extremely adorable. She's yes. also very loud. Um, and it's, I, I feel like that's intimidating because of how cute she is. Yes. Um, so I, 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 yeah, let's set this, we'll set this at a six, I think. Okay. So a six. Six. Uh, right. so what's your, what, 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 what skill do you think? I think this would be child. It's child. So yeah. I have a two in child. So you want to spend four feelings in order to make this yes, happen. Absolutely. Uh, and so okay, I think yeah. everyone is very angry, but everyone is just like, mm, okay, let's we'll wait. We'll we'll kind of just just wait it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they're they've all got that like crossed arms, skeptical, ugh, kids kind of look on their faces when the camera pans inside the 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 apartment to follow Naya and Nagaya-san. Um, 
But I, I want to throw out there in advance that the next time the camera pans back out, some of them have sat down on the ground and they're like watching mm-hmm. this epic like kabuki performance that she's creating on the spot. And I think um So yeah, I think as we kind of cut to us inside looking around and I'm eyeballing everything, I'm think I'm I'm talking it through and I'm like, hmm. Hmm. And I'm going to use another one of my abilities, which is from the shadows. Mm. To, which allows me to see things that no one else can with my unique cat-like eyes. And essentially, I, I, I peer things, and I'm peeking around corners, and I peek up to Nagaya, and I say, You're, well, I have good news, and I have, unfor- I, hold on, no, I gotta, re- I have to retake that, because I, because I forgot, I forgot what I, I forgot the thing that I say. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but it seems, and I kind of like move the the laundry, move the washing machine ever so, or rather I try to, and I absolutely can't because it would definitely take a check more than my laziness weakness will let it do. Yes. So I'm like, I kind of knock it with my cane a few times and I'm like, well, it seems you have an infestation. And I reveal that there's like a small... Like, uh, like mouse hole or rat hole or raccoon hole or something like behind the washing machine. <gasps> and like, it seems someone snuck in with your box of good with your box of costumes and absconded with the outfit through this hole. No ghost, unfortunately. I know that would have been very exciting, but at least we know where the costume is and... If I know, if I, if I know the pests of this city, the costume will be mostly untouched. What, what, infestation of what? What what could have made that hole? This is terrible. And I think I am going to, I think I'm going to use, call, I think I'm going to make a henge check. Or actually, I'm going to kind of, like, peek in. I'm going to lean over to Nagaya-san and whisper, We can get your costume back, but I need you to do me a favor. Okay, what, what, what is it? Run. Run out that door and run as fast as you can past that crowd. Uh, okay, wh- where should I go? Back to your shop, wherever. Just lead them on a bit of a chase. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I guess I could do that. Um, and then you'll tell me what to do after that, right? You'll you'll come yes. find me. Yes, of course. Now go. And I hit the cane on the ground real quickly, like ah, <laughs> no, get out, yeah, get he, out like, of here. He, he he jumps in the air and and runs out the also, front door. Also, send in send in Gotti while you while you. Oh, he's already gone. You'll get the message. The door bangs open and Nagaya-san comes running out, screaming bloody murder. Um. He definitely looks crazy to these mm-hmm. people now, um, but that's part of it. And he takes off down the street. They all clear out in in surprise, and then realize that that's who that was. And they all go, "Hey, mm-hmm. wait! That was him! After him!" You know, and they start running. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think as they're running, I peek over and I say, "Gotti, quickly!" Gotti uh, 
very majestically finishes the little dance she's doing and then hits the pot three times over her head, solemnly the, taking a bow. Please dream for finishing the routine. She takes she takes her bow uh, as the audience leaves, and then she drops the pot and pan, and she er, the pan and the, the the spoon, and she she dashes inside with a little cl- puff of dust at her feet. What what happened? What did you find? Did you find it? Why did yes, you go running? I did. We found it. I needed a distraction <gasps> because you need to transform, my friend. I would <gasps> really? do it. I would do it, but I'm tired. I'm oh, going to. Okay. I'm going to sit. And he just plops into a chair. And he leans over. There's a raccoon in that little hole that has dragged the costume in there. If you can get in there and convince the raccoon to 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 let it go, you can bring it back through. We can save the day, and Okrafest will be a success. I would do anything for Okrafest. And she like she sets about uh, performing her transformation. Um. All right, so, so transformation see. is, is that a memories role, or is that a memories cost, or a, is that a wonder thing or a feelings thing? I think it's a wonder thing. I think it is wonder. I just see on the sheet it says, uh... Wonder. Yes, uh, it is feelings or wonder. You can use some of each, but it depends, but how much you need depends on the time of day and the form you want to take. Right. So, uh, to transform, you will... It will cost you, this will be, oh, I guess we're supposed to transform, co-use, use wonder and feelings to transform into, to be humans. We got that we wrong. Are, we That's are reversing fine. it. <laughs> yes. So I will say it will cost you eight between your wonder and your feelings to, trans, to transform in an instant to your, your, your complete animal form. Okay. Yeah, I can use, um. I realize that that you're it's supposed to be free at any time, but we didn't spend money on spend points on it earlier. So I will go ahead and mark off the rest of my points, as that will allow me to be a human. As I think I I I think like I I sit down and we see through the back of the chair my little tail pops out through the back of the chair, revealing that I've just had a tail this whole time. Yes. Uh okay, so is it better for I don't know? Is it better for me to use all eight of my feelings points, or to use four feelings and four wonder? I think at this point you can do either because I think this is sort of our. I think after this we get, I think once at. you get this back, I think like mm-hmm. it'll be this. It'll be one more check to talk to the raccoon, and then our closing shot, and we'll call it a wrap. That said, it might be better to split it because you might need those feelings to convince our raccoon to give us back the the costume. Let me just use eight from wonder. So now I have four wonder and eight feelings. Um, So she uh, does the little high step in place that she was doing before. And then she gives a a great kick on the ground with both feet into the air. And when she plops down again, she's on all fours as this little toasted marshmallow bunny. Um, Whiskers twitching, eyes bright, uh, ears uh, swiveling. Um, and then she, uh, sort of bounds off behind the washing machine into the hole, uh, remembering halfway into the hole that she's supposed to, you know, be careful and be watchful and slows down a little bit. Okay. So I think, I think you, you're, you're, I think you're in the, uh, you're in, you get into the cubby, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, there is just a raccoon 
uh, just a big old, a big old, big old tubby boy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big old cutie is just like curled up snoozing on it, and he's got the bubble out of the nose. Yeah, he's like it's like a like a big beanbag chair to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So, uh, she comes in, uh, she sees the, the tubby boy, and, um, and she stops, and she kind of assesses the situation, um, and, uh, the costume is obviously green and soft, um, and, uh, not, not too firm, it's very comfortable for, for the raccoon to be laying on, uh, and he doesn't take up all of it, but he takes up enough of it that you can't just like pull it out from under him like a mm-hmm. like a tablecloth. Um, and so she kind of assesses the situation, nose and whiskers twitching all the while. And then um, she uh, she thumps one of her feet on the ground in a sort of polite but abrupt, like uh, as though she was knocking on the front door type situation um, to try to wake him up. Okay. Uh, I think this is going to be... I'm going to put it at like a four. And I can't decide if I want it to be adult or child. Would, would it, it even hange? I was going to say, would it not be hange? Because... Yeah, I think this is hange as you're trying to, you're trying to get, this, get this animal to, to, to listen to you. To listen to me, yeah. Okay, so I will spend... Uh, one feeling mm-hmm. to bring it up to a four. Okay. So I think the raccoon like gets like gets startled and it's like what? <laughs> and like kind of like starts to like just kind of like run in a circle but mm-hmm. is off the uh the costume for just long enough for you to like grab it and run through the uh run through the little like cubby the hole. like yeah. Okay, so as he he startles, she starts yelling uh, cuz she's prepared this very um uh like polite introduction and explanation for what's going on uh but as he starts to he wakes up and he starts running around and panting and and, and kind of like muttering to himself uh half sleepy like uh, she she yells it in a panic as she grabs the costume um excuse me i'm so sorry for waking you up i beg your pardon i know this is your home probably but this is also someone else's home and this costume is very necessary for Ogrefest. <laughs> Ogrefest is very important to the town and uh we appreciate your service and she like grabs it and runs like <laughs> just ah, 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 ah. there's just a raccoon just bolting left right and center and i think we cut back and i've got a glass of milk again and yeah just- from nowhere <laughs> Sitting back, <laughs> sipping my milk. I watch the two of you run out, and I'm like, I could, I should probably go save her from that raccoon. Yeah, she comes running out. Help, 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 help. I should probably help, help, help. get Nagaya. She's probably getting Nagaya sound. I'm going to finish my milk first. <laughs> She's dragging the thing around, and the raccoon's like, eh, eh, behind her. <laughs> it's just the two of you running in a circle around me like, as I finish my milk. And, like, we're knocking stuff over. Like, things are falling off of shelves. Por- pictures are falling off the wall. Like, stuff is just going berserk think all over the we're place. We're watching this happen, and the scene kind of fades to, like, the 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 shot, the, the closing, our closing shot, which is... You know, the parade, Okra Fest banner is hanging over this over the, the city. And I think the two of us 
Describe. Let's describe. Now let's describe Okra Chan because now that we 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 have Nagaya-san okay. in the costume, waving at people, and people are clapping. Some of the angry townsfolk are clapping reluctantly, like, yeah, okay, yeah. So people are eating think... like snacks and drinking, eating snacks and sundays. Yeah. So I want to say actually that the close the 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 camera fades to black as we're knocking stuff over mm-hmm. and you're sipping your milk. I'd like to also give you a dreams for no, having you. the milk out of nowhere. That was lovely. Um, so it fades to black as you're comfortably sipping your milk and we're running around and and she's screaming help 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 you know and the mm-hmm. raccoon's like ah, ah. um it fades to black and then as in true Miyazaki style as the credits roll we get the parade. And mm-hmm. we see the little kids in their little okra scout uniforms uh, waving little banners uh, for the city at the front of the parade. We see the floats um, that have been decorated by different farms and different shops. Um, we see people on like little motorized scooters doing little driving tricks in the road and everybody's waving and clapping and there's confetti. And... Um, and then the centerpiece of the parade is is Okra-chan. And um, we see Nagaya-san uh, before the parade uh, looking into a mirror as he dons the head of, mm-hmm. of Okra-chan and gives him help, himself a firm nod and like a little fist pump uh, after completing the costume and stepping out into the sunlight as Okra-chan. Um, and... Uh, He's the centerpiece of this parade and the sun is gleaming and it's a beautiful day and the weather's perfect and everyone is screaming, Okra-chan, Okra-chan, you know, as he's mm-hmm. walking down Main Street waving and high-fiving little kids and like doing a little dance and twirling around. And um, there's girls with like batons and like mm-hmm. ribbon dancers, of course. It is, and, it like, is too elaborate a parade. <laughs> for the okra. Yes, it is. A, it is all about the okra, and uh, and yeah, like you said, you see, you see, some of the townsfolk are begrudgingly, you know, well, he's doing a good job, I guess. That that was that was pretty nice, you know. They don't, we don't always dance, so that was a nice touch, you know, begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then over the camera pans backwards, and it comes backwards over the shoulders of us as we're s- sitting on um. Uh, the porch of a local, uh, like a, like one of the shops. There's like a little porch with an overhang, and uh, I think we're in henge form watching mm-hmm. the parade. Um, so there's this like toasted marshmallow rabbit, like scratching behind one ear frantically, and then both ears go straight up. And she says she uh, sits up to attention and and watches Okra Chen as he you know, prances by in this parade with the music playing and everything. And uh, she kind of tilts her head and uh, twitches her nose and says, I've never even had okra. Yeah, you're not missing much. And and we get that this like, this scraggly, scruffy looking orange cat is just curled up in a ball, like... To everyone else in the city, it looks like this cat is just sleeping on a porch, but we zoom in close enough to see that, like, Naya's eyes are just over, like, the rest of his body, and he's watching. And when, uh, when Okra-chan walks by, his ears twitch a little bit, and you kind of see him kind of, like, you know, that give that little, like, purr shudder, like, ah, 
Yeah. And it's just, hmm. Everyone seems Perfect. happy. I like it when they're happy. Me too. I'm going back to bed. Okay. And I think he, as he settles back down in the, the patch of sunlight, uh, the music swells and uh, Gary in rabbit form uh, begins to dance around on the porch, mm-hmm. the kind of the way she had been doing in front of Nagaya-san's front door, um, like bouncing around on her hind legs and then kind of jumping back and forth and then, uh, you know, like doing a little like backflip kind of thing and... Uh, it's all in time to the music, and it's very cute. And mm-hmm. uh, Naya doesn't care because he's falling asleep. Yep, he passes out, and he just goes. And I think, like, we 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 get that very beautiful like closing pan up to the, see the whole town. Yeah. And the last thing that we hear is just Naya. I wonder where I could find some milk. Yeah. And that's and that's a game. Yeah, it's that so was good. good. That was very very good. I really like that a lot. Is truly the purest game ever to oh, exist. It's so good. It's so so good. <sighs> Allie, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. This was a delight. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so glad that we were able to do this finally, and uh, and with such a delightful, wholesome game. Yes. So, real quick before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Yeah, uh, you can check out Warda, like I said, at warda.simplecast.fm or anywhere you catch your podcasts. Um, you can also check out welcometowarda.com for more information about the world, the stories we've been telling, and what we're kind of doing with it all. Um, I am on Patreon with my husband for Warda and for our other projects at patreon.com slash whimsyartifice. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at dreams to become. Check it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Golden Sky Stories and Warda and uh, other good, wholesome things like rabbits. Rabbits are good. My hot take. They are. Rabbits are good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an absolute delight. And now I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Allie for coming on the show. That game was so wonderful. That was an adorable, adorable game. Be sure to check out Warda at welcometowarda.com. Be sure to check out Get Hype at gethype.simplecast.fm. And be sure to follow Allie on Twitter at dreams to become Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. And join me as I try and figure out what the hell I want to use the Party of One Facebook page for. And if I want to continue engaging with a platform that is, frankly, monstrous. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. Talk to us about the show, professional wrestling, eggnog, whatever you want to talk about, we're there to talk about it. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review. iTunes reviews are hugely helpful in, in getting new people to find the show. They boost our signal a great deal. If we get to 50 iTunes reviews, well, don't forget we will record an episode live on Twitch. It'll have audience participation. It'll be a whole thing. So if you enjoy the show, leave us a nice iTunes review. You can also give us a shout out on social media. Tell a friend about the show, or support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. If you enjoyed this show, check out All My Fantasy Children, a show on the OneShot Network, about character creation, storytelling, and world building, in which my best friend Eric Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, spin it into a fantasy character, and populate a shared universe one story at a time. You can find new episodes every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Also, did I mention AMFCs on the OneShot Network? Oh, I did? Okay, cool. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about coming on the show or about advertising rates, you can email me at partyofonepodcast.com. And that's it for me. 
Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.